This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. We are glad to have you listen to us. On today's menu, we have for you the heart of the church, good music, and present truth. Stay with us. It's time for that segment, The Heart of the Church. Hello, dear friend. You're welcome to our program, The Heart of the Church. This season, we'll be looking at the interpretation of Scripture. And uh, for this week, especially, we have the theme, The Uniqueness of Scripture. I'm here with my friends to do the study uh, who are... Gloria Sebafo and Frank Opokubwahi. Welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. As we have just mentioned, we'll be looking at the Bible and the way to interpret it. You know, it's very important. We have a very good foundation of the Bible interpretation. But as we want to delve into this whole theme, it's a new quarter and a, a new study is presented to us. Before we delve into the whole theme, uh, I'll ask our sister, uh, Gloria, to pray with us. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we give you praise and adoration for this opportunity of study. We ask that you grant us your spirit to guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So this is a new thing, a guide as we have, I mean, rightly uh, portrayed that it's guiding the entire Christendom and also a very special book, it may be. But uh, to understand the Bible, we need to grasp the interpretation very well, not just um, any interpretation, because uh, I think there is this aspect of everybody interpreting the Bible the way he or she wants to suit uh, maybe a situation they want to go into or they are involved in. Uh, for now, let us look at a little background to the Bible. And I don't know if we want to give some summaries. Uh, Uncle Ben, please, let's have a summary of what you think uh, we are going to expect from this quarter, looking at the background of the Bible, where it came from. All right. We are going to learn a whole lot of important themes concerning the scripture and how it is interpreted. Now, you see that the scripture is the guide for all Christians, but like rightly pointed, others may, some of us may interpret it in a way that will suit our comforts and the rest. But that is not how it's supposed to be. There is one interpretation which is the truth and the absolute truth. And that is what we are going to understand in this quarter study. We are going to study some of the tools that will enable us find the right interpretations. We are also going to find some of the sources of this, uh, the material that compose the scripture. And all those will shape our understanding about the Bible and how the content of it is interpreted to guide our lives. It also draws attention to the fact that if you have anybody or any mentor to learn from when it comes to the interpretation of the scripture, it is Jesus Christ because he is the source of the scripture. Thank you so much. And uh, I like that point you just made that if we have any, uh, that is an example 
it should be from Jesus Christ. But going to the background once again, Auntie Gloria, uh, where is the Bible coming from? Can you give us some, some little more background to what we are about to study and uh, what we are to expect? Mm. Where the Bible is coming from, we can simply say its origin is from God. He's the author. And as this Scottish lesson is on interpretation of the Bible, someone once said that uh, if any action that someone wants to take, the person is likely to find the basis on the Bible, as we rightly said, based on what one wants to do with the word. The same word, the same verse, someone could interpret it to suit whatever he or she wants. That is what happens when we try to interpret the Bible um, by taking away the author from it, the spirit of God that guided its writings. Even let's take our constitutions. The constitution we know that when we talk about law the custodians of law are the members of the judiciary so whenever we need to interpret the law we do not just consider the letters written in there if we have a word shall you would need an expert in that law mm -hmm. to guide you to really understand what that shall entails and that is the same thing with the word of god it is not like any other document any other book but to be able to understand it, to be able to get the interpretation well, you need to go to the author of the word, which is the scripture. And this Cortez lesson, it is very essential because, yes, we have, we experience so many divisions in Christendom, and all those are as a result of wrong interpretation or diverse interpretation of the same word of God. Every group has its basis on whatever practices, whatever rituals, whatever doctrines they have, they put the basis on the same word. So why so many diversities on that same word? It is because of a problem with interpretation. So uh, I expect that this whole quarter would guide us so that we are guided to the right interpretation of God's word so we will know what his truth is. I, I, I'm beginning to sink in something. And uncle, you know, our only uncle here, uh, I, I'm trying to get this straight. People interpret for their own benefit, so to speak. Okay. What standard are we looking at? Is there a one way to interpret the same Bible? Because I believe that's why we have so many churches yeah. around. Yeah. Is there a one way? Who is right? That is a very <laughs> dicey question, though. But yes. is there a standard to interpret scripture? Yeah, there is a standard. There is a standard. We want to let us in a little. Okay. You know, I earlier mentioned that if you want to understand it, you go to the author. Like any other machine, the manufacturer of the machine prepares a manual which guides how the machine is to be used. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you lose the manual, you can only consult the, the, the manufacturer right, yeah. in order to get the instructions. Now, if you want to get the standard, the standard it is coming from the writer. And now we know, or as Christians, we all believe that God is the writer of the scripture. He did it through his spirit. And his spirit is also there to guide us today, to get the understanding. So if you are talking about standards, the standards are that which have been laid down by the spirit. Good. Cool. I think it's, it's, it will be going, it's going to be very interesting. Don't you think so, Auntie Gloria? We're looking at a, let's take a, a scripture text that we want to uh, keep in our minds. That is our memory verse. 
to, to lay a foundation for this whole study. And it's taken from Psalm 119, verse 105. That is Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119, verse 105. Let's hear the word of God. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Amen. 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 So it is not just a book. It is not just um, a document. To us Christians, it's light to our path. And maybe we'll just start by saying, looking at the Saturday's lesson. That is, we are not delving into the, uh, the, the lessons themselves because we just finished the background. Um, the Bible composed of about 66 books that is... And it was written over a period of about 1,500 years span. It's it's a book that has gone through a lot, okay? And uh, I think it's one of the books that has many, many languages uh, it is translated into. The first book to be printed, the first book to be widely distributed. What is it about the Bible that makes it so unique? Looking at this Saturday's uh, uh, topic, which it says the uniqueness of the Bible. Uh, Auntie Gloria, what makes the Bible so unique? Hmm. The Bible as a unique book. Let's look at the word unique. Anything that is unique has its own features. It's on its own, one of its kind. There are several books we know in the world, but we say the Bible, the Word of God is unique. I like the fact that you spoke about these features, that it was written over three different um, continents. You know that, yes. Africa, Asia, and Europe. Europe. Look at these continents. Do we even have the same experiences, the same backgrounds by authors from these different continents? Yet the the works, the words in there, the content form one unique whole and the, the focus is one. And we say that its writing spans over a period of 1,500 years. Uh, even that means generations after generations and each generation has its own unique uh, experiences yet these authors whatever they put in the time span did not affect it such that right from creation to revelation they all point out to our redemption through our savior so we say that the bible is a unique book yeah. please give us some more insight to the uniqueness of the bible if something is unique then we are looking at special features of that very thing that makes it entirely different from all other things. We have mentioned the fact that the Bible was written over a 1,500-year period. Now let me ask, the one who began with the first book, did he know the one who wrote the last book? <laughs> There's no relationship over there. Yes. But you come to realize that all the things they wrote, they are pointing to the same thing. And that is the salvation of mankind. They didn't know themselves. Some of them, they wrote their scripts in prisons. Some of them, they were in the king's palace. Some of them, they wrote while they were captives. And you see that because the Spirit of God was working in them to get the scripture for mankind, they were all writing on the same theme. This makes it unique. If you go to academia, you don't see things like that. People will do research and research upon research. But then, at the end of the day, they have diversities in their findings. Mm -hmm. But in the scripture, we don't see it like that. 1,500 years span, but then their works correspond one to the other. Yeah. And then they move in the same direction, pointing us to Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, so that's an interesting aspect. It means there is its uniqueness and then its content, which makes it also unique. With that, I think we'll take a scripture text quickly. And uh, that will be from 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 16 and 17. That is 2 Timothy chapter 2, chapter 3, sorry, verse 16 and 17. So let's read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. The Bible says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Amen. Aside the fact, what we have just talked about is uniqueness and even the content being unique. We have over 95% of this world reading the Bible in their language. Uh, what can we derive from this scripture that tells us we can trust the contents of the Bible? Now, as we are looking at the uniqueness of the scripture, there are so many things in it which will make us trust it. For instance, there are so many prophecies that are identified in the scripture. Some of them have been fulfilled. The prophecy about the birth of Jesus Christ, the prophecies about his death, the prophecies about his resurrection, the prophecies about his ministry, all of them have been fulfilled. And they give us an indication that whatever the Bible has said to us as a way of our instruction is very, very important. And it will guide us if we follow the instruction the scripture has given us. In that context, you see that it is also unique. Thank you so much. Auntie Gloria, please conclude with us. We are bringing the program to an end. I want us to see the content of scripture and how we can trust it, as uh, our uncle is telling us. The, the content of scripture is about everything in life. Every aspect, every area of our lives is covered by uh, scripture. If you want to find something on politics, you are sure to find it in there, in economics, even about relationships, love, marriage, everything that one needs to find out in life. Because yes, who who formed us, this life is by God himself. And he has given us the manual to guide us in that um, life. That is why we say that the Bible is unique. And we were talking about the population, the wider population. We say 95% of the world's population reads the bible or have uh, an idea about the words in, in their the bible, own language in their own language and one thing is it is relevant to all these people no matter where they find themselves yes so it is relevant to everyone no matter where one finds himself that makes the book very unique not just one section but all Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We've come to the end of the program. For this week, as I said, we'll be looking at the uniqueness of the Bible and we'll take topics like the living word of God, who wrote the Bible and where. We'll also look at the Bible as prophecy and then the Bible as history. Then we'll conclude with Thursday on the transforming power of the word. We'll come to, to Friday, our dear listener, our dear friend with a summary of all that we've done so far as you follow us. God bless you. It's be the program, The Heart of the Church. Glory be the Lord, our Redeemer. Oh, glory be the Lord, our Redeemer. Oh, yeah. Glory be the Lord, our Redeemer. Every day. Hey, glory be the Lord, our Redeemer.
Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback, so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana. 
Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior and our Lord, and I wish you wellness in Him too. I'm happy to meet you once again and welcome you to this important program, The Present Truth. My name is Pastor Quenin Boachi. I want to pray with you and I wish that God will be with you so that we can share the gospel truth together, present truth. Let us pray. Merciful Father, we are grateful today to be part of the living. We are so thankful unto you. As we open your word, come and bless us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, my brothers and sisters, once again for your attention. Today we want to speak on the topic, lift up your eyes unto God. Lift up your eyes unto God. We have beautiful passage over here, a wonderful psalm, Psalm 121, Psalm 121. And I'm reading verses 1 and 2. So beautiful. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord, who made heaven and earth. It's so beautiful a psalm. And I want you to go through it. Very, very encouraging and inspiring. Hopeful. Psalm 121 is one of the songs of ascent. Many scholars believe that it was psalm, very beautiful psalm, which was sung by worshippers of God as they ascend, ascended the road to Jerusalem to attend pilgrims festivals like Passover, as they climb, they will sing this beautiful psalm. Why are they doing that? Because they want to focus their attention on the Almighty God. God alone can give them hope. God alone can give them strength to be able to climb. My friends, from India, from Africa, from China, from the islands of the sea, from America, from all parts of the human world, the cry of human beings. People are frustrated. People are crying. Where can they have hope? Where can they see God? Today, I want to strengthen and encourage you in your faith that our cry, our yearning, cannot be overlooked by God. God is ever ready to resolve what is happening in this, our world. I want to assure you that our God is coming again. God will cleanse the earth from its moral corruption, not by the sea of water as in the days of Noah. No, but by the sea of fire. It can be coronavirus. That one our prayers will be heard by God. God is, going to be take, God is going to take it away and give us peace and solution to that one. But I want to assure you that our God will come. 
he is coming to cleanse this earth with a sea of fire that cannot be quenched by any humanity. So I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters, to focus your attention on God. And that is why the psalmist says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our help comes from the Lord God Almighty. Today I encourage you, brethren, look unto God. May the Lord bless you and keep you and give you hope so we can journey on and expecting that this world will be cleansed by the sea of fire from Almighty God. It's not coronavirus, but rather God will do great experiment giving us peace. May God bless you. My name once again is Pastor Kwen Mbwachi. Shall we pray? Oh God, help us to lift up our eyes unto you. Bless each and every hearer in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849 You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists P.O. Box KS17564 Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa For AWR Ghana I am Bell. May God bless you. A-W-R Ghana Voice of Hope Voice of Hope